The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You have a chip on your shoulder? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. You know, myself, Sean, we're probably two guys that, um, you know, we probably got here with chips on our shoulders. And uh, I think Buffalo is, is a town where they get a chip on the shoulder. We want people to come in here not feeling like I've arrived. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, hey, let's go Buffalo. Hey, hey, let's go Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us. I am joined by my co-host for this episode, Nick Nick, the guy that you hear every single episode that does the voiceover for the beginning, the intro and outro to every podcast, the guy who came on last year to do the embedded series review with me and uh, came on, is coming on this episode to do a quick review of the embedded uh, episode, I guess you could say, uh, of the draft that they showed uh, the Pagula Sports and Entertainment uh, group did a quick episode a 13 12 13 minute episode of uh the draft and uh we're gonna talk about it so i'd like to welcome back good friend voiceover nick <laughs> I, I know you I have, lo- one, I have one question for you nate yes do you have a chip on your shoulder <laughs> i d- did did you, you have a chip on your shoulder yes i do have it i do you know what no one believed in this podcast you know, no one thought it was going to go anywhere. And, you know, looking back on it, they might have had a good reason to think that, actually. <laughs> so. I thought it was over when you tore your meniscus. <laughs> that was a cool... Back. Was that your favorite part? Just tell me right now if that was your favorite part, the chip on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. Just because how pervasive it was across the board of everyone who's like, we like chips on their shoulder. Like, yeah, yeah we got it. <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of got... That was, I think, the part where I think I got goosebumps a little bit. Not going to lie. They were talking about, you know, oh, you know, A.J. Epinesa. They went boom, boom, Epinesa, Zach Moss, uh, Gabriel Davis. Do you have a chip on your shoulder? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a chip on Do you think anyone ever says no? But then I was thinking that later. say no. (laughs) If someone's asking you the question, they want a yes. Yeah. Do you have a chip on your shoulder? Nah, I'm pretty good with everything. I don't really feel the need to try or better myself. 
you know, I really don't feel like I have anything to prove. So therefore, <laughs> my career in the NFL will really, really progress nicely. <laughs> Lots of guys have chips on their shoulder. Not all of them succeed. That's the thing. Marcel Darius. I remember when Marcel Darius was drafted. I believe he was drafted fourth overall by the Bills, third or fourth overall by the Bills. And I remember him coming into the league and saying, like, on a conference call after he got drafted, like, with the press, saying, I am so pissed that those two first two teams didn't draft me. It was the Panthers and the Broncos and I think the Bengals. He's like, so when I see them, they better watch out. And I'm like, oh, this guy's this guy's serious, man. This guy's going to be a wrecking ball. And he was for a few seasons. And then, you know. Well, his chip now allows him to paint wonderful little pictures in a storage unit. <laughs> Have you seen that? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know if it was like a 60 minutes thing. I don't know. It feels like some weird like You're thinking of you're thinking of like uh you're not thinking of Marcel Darius. You're thinking of uh it wasn't James Hardy. It was an it was a first Aaron Maben. Aaron Maben you're thinking of. Oh, the defensive right. end. It's Aaron Maben. The undersized the 220 pound defensive end. <laughs> yes. I bet he has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're, and, you're right. My bad. A, we're we're, we're going to air into the to the uh, the stylings of Blitz Bills probably on this uh, this little episode. I'd be so honored. I'd be so honored. I love those guys. They. <laughs> I'll try to work up a rant. <laughs> I uh, so let's let's talk about it real quick. Um, this was right now. So I emailed um, one of the producers, uh, Michelle. Girardi Zumwalt, which uh, we actually interviewed last year on the podcast when they released a series, which I believe was three or four episodes altogether. And those were more like 20, 30 minute episodes. And these were, this was just one like 12 or 13 minute episode. So I asked her, you know, are there more coming? She's like, yeah, you know, eventually, but you know, obviously things are the way they are. So they could only get this one out, which was great though. I still soft en- pitch. I got a soft pitch, soft pitch. Go ahead. Quarantine cribs. Ooh. Filmed by the uh, the players. The players, uh-huh. And they just, you know, we do a crib style. Here's the 12-pack of Pepsi in my fridge. You know, the, the whole Cribs deals. Oh, my goodness. I mean, they practically did it with, uh, with last Micah. year. Yeah, last so. year with Micah Hyde. With Micah Hyde, yeah. Yeah, that is a nice house. That was a nice house. It was. It seemed yeah. nice. It seemed nice. I'd like to see all the Bills players' houses. <laughs> they, they got the time. They got Walk the time. around it with an iPhone. <laughs> I mean, most of this was on iPhone, I think, like in terms of the quality of the of the video. It wasn't. It wasn't the super high quality that we're used to from from the other embedded things, which is fine. Yeah, which I mean, is we're yeah. used. We can deal with it with our late night shows. We can deal with it with our bills content. But they just do such a good job, like audio edit, and they always do like those flyovers of like the stadium, the empty stadium. It's just like, you know, the the quality that goes into it. I'm always very impressed by, even though, like you said, a lot of this wasn't you know to the level that it normally is. I was still fine with it. It was. I mean, you yeah. saw Brandon Bean. It's Bill's content, exactly. What more could you ask for this time of year, especially? Uh, but right now, it, it, as of yesterday, the day before, I can't really remember, Cuomo said that he expects training camp to be open for the Bills. So that's still on schedule. Uh, we'll know more in the near future or within the next month or so, I'm sure, with how much it will be open. Will it be a matter of, you know, there probably won't be any spectators. I can't imagine them bringing spectators to training camp. What's the, what's the benefit of that? Full hazmat suits. <laughs> full, if no. Josh Allen can throw in a full hazmat suit, there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to do it without. Dude, you know, I, I feel like training camp in a full hazmat suit would be beneficial. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, it's got to be a different color hazmat suit. because a red one. Yeah, a red one, of course. <laughs> I think that the plan is they're going to have it in at uh, New Era Field. In, in their own facility, they're not going to come to Rochester, obviously. It doesn't make sense. 
to do all that traveling and stuff like that, expose yourself to more things. I think it's just going to be in-house uh, in Buffalo. So uh, there will be a change in, in pace, obviously, but it'll be it'll be interesting. But, you know, I, I love when they do the training camp footage for the embedded series that they've done. I think it was a couple of years ago that they did it. Um, but, but yeah, let's get into the episode itself. We've talked enough about, you know, just our overall thoughts. So, uh, it was quick, um, it hit some, some really interesting points. Um, I thought I'll bring up, I'll bring up one of the things I thought w- was interesting. I don't know if you noticed this too, Nick, but it was really kind of funny seeing Brandon Bean and assistant GM Joe Schoen, um, at the NFL combine and they're watching Gabriel Davis run like a poor 40 yard dash. And it's almost like they were fist bumping, like, yes, <laughs> like he. Yeah, that was funny. He's like, yes, he's not. He's going to drop to us. He's going to fall to us. We could get up maybe in the fourth or fifth round. I don't know. But like, he's, they're like this guy. It, it, it was just it was just kind of funny. I, I, yeah, I, I always thought that they would think that, but it was very evident in, in the sound. It's like I, would, I wouldn't feel bad if he had a limp coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but what's cool too is is how is how much they knew that like he plays and they said right after like he plays faster than that like they 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 yeah. always they they mentioned several times i feel like in, in this episode that they value football players above athletes which i think is great well and i think that like you said it goes it goes above and beyond not just looking at one metric that the whole world seems to focus on because during during draft time, everybody's talking about, well, his 40 time was blah, 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 or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And they realize there's more to it than, than just that. You know, there's heart. Heart! Nate, there's heart involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they, Not they, just speed. They asked that, remember? Like, do you have a chip on your shoulder? That's basically heart. That's their heart question. That's their heart measurement. There's not, heart there's not measurement. <laughs> do you have an angry heart? We like angry hearts. Uh, so... Uh, what about you? Was there something that that stood out to you in the uh, in the episode? Oh, a couple of things. Uh, one of the, one of the things I really liked how Bean was the board whisperer. So he just the, the board speaks to him. <laughs> he just knows he's looking at the board and it says some things, and we don't know what it's going to say. It just speaks to him. Yeah, and and that was kind of the funny little thing that they went through. And I'm just like, this is a little dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Were you now? Being objective, were you just like, oh, this is kind of BS? Were you kind of like, yeah, I kind of believe that the board actually does speak to him a little bit? No, I, I'm on board. Like, I'm a Bills fan. So, yeah, if he's uh, if he's the board whisperer, then by all means, let's continue this path. He seems to be thus far. I mean, there's not many things that he's gotten wrong, per se. Like, yeah. if you want to say, you know, fails, you know, busts versus successes. So it was just an interesting <laughs> – it was an interesting way that they blatantly put it. Yeah. Well, he's waiting for the board to speak to him. <laughs> we should give him some space. <laughs> like, okay. Brandon needs some time with the board alone. <laughs> they need to. We're going to light some candles. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his shirt off. He's like, talk to me. Just let me know. What should I do? It's just like, we didn't see many, uh, many, uh, many shots of the, of the draft room. Then I would have liked to have seen a lot more of that. Um, the night of, of the actual draft, but, uh, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I watched the first three rounds, or well, second. No, I watched the first round, most of it, and then the second round, and then the third and fourth. So, like, that was kind of cool. But by the way, I didn't mention this. I think in the podcast after the draft, but it goes without question that every time the Bills are up to to 
are on the board ready to pick. The pick is in. They go to a commercial without fail every single time. It's like, oh, the pick is in. All right, Toyota, what what kind of new car are you trying to sell to us? You know, That's because they know the Bills fans are going to generate some ad dollars. <laughs> Ooh, I never thought of it like that. That's true. That's a compliment. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And look at all of the primetime games this year. <laughs> That's why there's never a commercial for, like, Jaguars fans or, like, fan bases that just don't exist, you know? <laughs> um, I've never seen a Jaguar ad, have you? <laughs> no. You, you, not did, the demographic. did you mean <laughs> like let's don't bother I, you didn't mean the car right because i meant the the fan base the jaguars the fans the fan oh i thought the car the car jeez wow <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> Woo! thank god this is an off-season podcast <laughs> see this is the only reason i have you on i have you on when it doesn't matter no offense no offense <laughs> i wish i could be offended <laughs> I have you on before the season starts, week 17, when all the starters are rested, and then now, like after the draft and free agency and everything. So, um, I'd be upset if you did bring me on when it matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say that one person just left us a review specifically mentioning you. So, I mean, that, hopefully that person's listening to that. That one person is listening. That's all that matters. So, uh, one of the things I liked about this uh, this series was um, it's a small point, but AJ Epinesa made a point to say that he goes for the sack fumble as opposed to just the sack in his pass rush moves. Now he talked about, which this leads into another story. He talked about that. He realized how important it was um, when he watched Von Miller do that to the Carolina Panthers in the Super Bowl. I loved everything about that. And obviously not realizing it at the moment, at that point it was in time, delicious. that <laughs> Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean were a part of that losing Carolina Panthers Super Bowl team. Um, That's did, the most amazing interview flub to be like, "Oh yeah, I want to do that thing that totally screwed over your team." <laughs> like we were coaches there. Oh yeah, I still want to do that. <laughs> no, that was fantastic. I'm so glad they kept that in, too, because the production team could have been like, well, it doesn't really look good on us. It's like, no, that's hilarious. Like, you have to. That's perfect. One of the things I noticed in terms of their interviews I thought was really interesting is the the level of detail that they were going through that film footage. Like, did you notice that they're talking about specific plays that they're playing? And he's like, oh, well, I landed my left foot just slightly this way. And so I knew I had to cross over and, and you're just like, oh, my God, the yeah. detail of which they're asking these guys to talk about a very specific play in time that like, how do you even remember that stuff? I mean, I, I never really played. So I, I guess I don't know if that's the case. If you remember each play like in slow motion or or if you're just mm-hmm. that's how detailed each play is that you're supposed to put your foot a certain way. Um, but I was really interested in that because it makes me wonder if you can tell is this guy like a true like person that understands the sport or is this just a dude who goes out and is, is athletic and can do it? Is he a football player versus, versus is he an athlete, right? Like that kind of goes right. on along with that theme because yeah, I thought that was a, that's a really good point because during the interview, they're asking like these, these minute, like, I mean, I mean, how many rushes did, you know, Zach Moss have last season? I mean, he had over a thousand yards. So you know, he had, you know, a few hundred rushes. So, so you're asking him to remember this one specific one. And why'd you do the way you did? Or, you know, it was a really cool idea. And I know all 
all front offices do this to a point. But I think they're looking for things because you might have an athletic freak on your hands, but you might have to teach him the nuances of the game, right? So you need to know, okay, maybe I still like him. Maybe I still really like this guy, and he doesn't know any of the reason why he did why he did what he did. I don't. He doesn't know why he ran that route. He doesn't know why he made that move. That's fine. But now I know I have to teach him. I have to teach him why he, he does. He, one of the things, I, I going back to the thing about A.J. Ebenezer and having the sack fumble I, I wanted to bring up real quick, is that I feel like that's been missing a lot from this Bills defensive line, is that they go for the sack all too often when really they just need to go for that ball. Like, not for nothing. Like, I mean, that's fine. Take down the quarterback. But, man, that ball is so much more important, even if you don't knock down the quarterback, man. It's just so much more important, and we've seen it happen in the past. Not as much recently, but like just remember, you know, the it kind of reminded me of Super Bowl twenty five. Remember when Bruce Smith almost knocked the ball out of Hostetler's hand? I mean, he was actually going for the ball, I think, to a point. But like that ball turns into a touchdown. That game is different. It's so much more important. That's just that's just my thought in general. I think the defensive line needs to work on that. But it's cool to see AJ Epinesa actually use that. And, well, and, I think it's I think it's part of that culture change uh, in terms of, of how that goes because I I've, you know you've seen it a little bit you know last year I mean their defense was so stout that there was a lot of things you could see them going for but whether you have that athleticism or the know how to actually do it and execute it uh, I think that it's it's just a matter of that mindset should we be going after the ball or just going for the sack and and I think that's a direction they're moving. Yeah, I can tell by that so, answer you have a chip on your shoulder. By the way. I, th- I think we need to work that into the podcast more often. You're, it was just wow. You know, Nate, there's a chippy answer during off season <laughs> and non important games. So you know, I'm here to I'm here to prove something. Oh, you got a chip on your shoulder. You want to be a regular on the podcast? Okay, I'm here mm. to show you. Mm, I like it. I, you know what? Not gonna lie, I kind of like that. I kind of like that in my podcast co-host. Got a chip on your you shoulder. Pit me against John and Mike. Pit you against. Uh yeah yeah they won't listen to this one so you you win you win <laughs> I'm just kidding it'd be funny we I make you listen to this podcast right after and be like what were you thinking when you said this thing right then I mean well, what did that mean like this analogy that you tried to do I, I don't understand well you know I kind of was trying to make a point anyway all right so chip on the shoulder we got it I do wonder why nobody has any freaking pictures on their walls <laughs> did you notice that yeah good point. They're not pictures. There was just there was some football paraphernalia. Yeah, but there's no pictures on the walls. It's like, what? Do you people not live here? <laughs> well, in Sean McDermott's defense, it did look like it was in the. It opened up to his whole basement, so you didn't get a good picture, or you didn't get a good. Actually, actually, I shouldn't say that. Sean McDermott was in a press conference after the draft, and there was a uh, jersey that was uh, on one of the walls on his left or right side. And uh, I think it was John Warrow or, or Sal Miran. I can't remember. One of the media guys brought up. He's like, oh, is that a is that a Sean McDermott jersey? <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, that's my jersey. Uh, Which is fine. Which is good. Fine. You know, have a personality. It's OK. But no pictures. But, but it's like all these like even if you look at the, the draftees, like you see these huge living rooms, they have all their family there. And, and, and why are there no pictures? Do you people not? have anything like what's going on i did not notice the no pictures in the draft rooms or in the in the draftees rooms um wow i did because because that's why you bring me here that's right. well thank you this, this is why you bring this off-season content all right i'm gonna note that down chip on his shoulder still points out the uh the specific details 
John would never have noticed that there was no pictures. Oh, John has no freaking clue half the time. Um. Shots fired. <laughs> he won't listen to it. We're all good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was, I, I didn't have anything else specific to the interviews that I wrote down here. Did you want to add anything that I missed besides the fact that there was no artwork or photos on the uh, <laughs> walls? Of- I thought it was interesting that kind of like Jake Fromm was, was an afterthought. Like there was interviews obviously with the first few guys, but then it's like the last few picks. You, I can't remember the kicker's name. I apologize. Um, Tyler Bass, kick his ass, see like, Bass, kick his ass, see Bass. It was just like, oh yeah, we got the we got these guys, mm-hmm. we got these guys too. It's like we, we didn't record their interviews. Like, what's... <laughs> well, it's very possible that they may not have because they're only allowed to do so many interviews while they're at the combine, so they may not have actually interviewed them there. Oh, like it might have been over a Zoom meeting which is very possible because they're allowed so many Zoom meetings. I forget how many, but um, they probably wouldn't have recorded every single one of them and then be like, oh, Pagula Sports Entertainment is like, oh, can you send me that footage, Sean, about you interviewing, you know, Jake Fromm? Yeah, so it's just, um, I think they just do what they have and it's just, they probably just didn't. I doubt, I seriously doubt that they were interviewing, especially like kickers and quarterbacks at the combine, probably looking more at like positions of need as opposed to those. That's where you just go. You know, he can kick it really far. <laughs> so interesting note, I did this uh, this really cool thing with Trainwreck Sports and these other a couple of other companies, Code Socks and, and Gratwick Productions. And it was this last week where um, they basically uh, simulate a Madden game, a Bills Madden game, like while we talk about what's going on. So it was, it was kind of cool. We we're, we we're talking about the game, but it kind of lends itself to other conversations about the Bills in general. And this was actually the 2021 season that we were – we were watching. And so some of these players I'd never seen before and like players that you wouldn't necessarily know took over. So like Tyler Bass was the kicker for the bills in 2021. So Madden speculates that, you know, by that time, Tyler Bass will be the kicker. So that's, it was just kind of interesting to see. There's a possibility. I'm not saying I'm going to leave this all to Madden. There's a possibility that Tyler Bass beats out Steven Hauschka for the starting role is, is the kicker and Hauschka gets caught. I agree. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's anything that. I mean, if he can do it, great. I'm. I'm. I love house money, but you know, if we got to figure out a something to say about bass money. Dude, or, kick it, kick his ass, bass pro, kick or, his ass, T bass, kick his ass, T bass, kick his ass. You, uh, you've seen Dumb and Dumber, right? It was right there. It was right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, as soon as you can come up with a good slogan for him, yeah, he can he can replace house money. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna become part of our T public site. If he gets any good, it's just gonna be he gets asked T bass. So nobody else that's listening steal that, please. <laughs> so if the bills, <laughs> the bills just which what's interesting about I always thought about that Tyler Bass um, draft pick was that the bills literally just signed Stephen Hauschka to a contract extension in the middle of the season. Last year, which they rarely do. They did that for Jerry Hughes, and they did that for Steven Hauschka. So you would think he would be part of their plans going forward, but it might have been just, it was just too good of a, of a value to pass up. But if they, if they cut him this year, the Bills only have a dead cap of $1.2 million. So yeah, they, I think it was a low, it's a low risk. It's right? a low, yeah. So I and mean, if you have a guy who can drill a field goal from 65 yards out, then okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there's, there's, yeah, they could save some money if they end up if they end up cutting him. Um, 
this season because he's he's got six more six million dollars more on his contract between the next two seasons. So if they cut him this year, they only carry one point two five of that six million dollars. Six point two five million dollars. So anyway, um, it's pretty safe to say we're done with the uh, episode. Yeah, I have a question. Please, do you think that they're actually going to play this year? And if so, do you think it's like going to be one of those years that either is abbreviated or has an asterisk? So one thing that I think is 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 uh, <laughs> an asterisk. Um, one thing I think that we mentioned that on a podcast, by the way, is saying like if the Bills actually do win it this season, is there an asterisk? For them winning the Super yes. Bowl, <laughs> and because yes. uh, I think that they will, but everyone's in the same boat, so there's no there's no one that has an advantage over the Bills or has any less advantage than the Bills do. Um, just from a starting out standpoint, they're all going to start training camp at the same time. They're all going to have the same limitations, um, whenever that is. Um, no, no, they won't. Though I mean, that's the thing. We have different states. We have different limitations, and and that's the thing. There's there's different things all over the place. Plus, you know, the Patriots are going to like send covid towels to the to the visitors team locker room <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding geez i didn't even think about that <laughs> glad you brought that up but no the, the nfl will make sure that each team even if the state has different because the nfl says you can't have there's still a uh i don't know if the marijuana policy is, is the same as it was but um but even though some states were legal some states you could smoke marijuana um those states still weren't allowed to as far as the nfl is concerned the nfl will make the competition completely equal across when can you enter facilities when can you do this when can you do that like that'll all be that part even though states may have restrictions more than others that part will still be the same so 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 i'm not worried about that an advantage by someone besides you know the covid towels from the new england patriots which they will do um i think i think there will be a season i think there will be a very abbreviated and almost I still don't think there's going to be a lot of training camp. I know that we're on schedule to that for it to still start at the end of July. Have you seen the videos of like Josh Allen throwing to all the receivers and, and things like that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they're practicing. They're practicing. It's like, what are they doing? They're not wearing masks. <laughs> not. They were in Florida though. They were in Florida. You don't need to wear a mask in Florida. Oh, I guess I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, I see, I see things on like their, you know, Josh Allen social media posting, and I'm like, I know you're living in California or wherever. I'm like, you guys are definitely not social distancing no. at all. Like, and and I'm a little worried. I don't want to be that guy that's like, ah, you know, you kind of shouldn't, you know, you should be wearing masks and stuff like that because nobody likes that guy, right? But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't want you to get sick, Josh. I don't want you to get. I'm sick. I'm gonna go with the thought that those guys bunked up two weeks ago. And so any of these things we're seeing is they've been together for like two weeks, quarantining together. So uh, therefore, they're good. They've been broing out for two weeks, so they're good. No COVID. Yeah. Okay. okay. All Madden, all the time. <laughs> now it's time to get out and throw some balls. Yeah, yeah. Well, they might as well spend all summer together then after that, right? Because they know that they can't affect each other. Just think of the chemistry we're going to have, you know, once they come back. And they're going to be like, yeah. dude, you snore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think uh I think we'll have I think I think we'll have a season. I think that even if the even if there are issues and COVID comes back like stronger than ever, I think the beauty of the football season is it doesn't matter if it starts the first weekend of September, it doesn't matter if it starts in the middle of November, like nobody cares. Like you could end the Super Bowl in May and nobody'll give a crap. We'll I still think watch what matters it. matters is how does it work with the teams like yes you have camera people you have all these other people that need to go even if you have no fans but how do you do with the teams like say 
say Josh Allen gets gets Corona. Yeah. It's like, that's not fair. <laughs> like, even if no one else on the other team or, or no one else on the team tests positive, he's got to sit out for two weeks. Like as though he got four concussions. Well, I hear they're trying to to look at you know um, face masks with uh, with actual masks in it, so they can't infect other people at least on the field. Yeah, um, let's restrict their breathing. <laughs> That's always good. All athletes really find restricted breathing to be beneficial. <laughs> but they all have to wear it, right? I mean, you all got to wear it. You can't just have some people wear it, and some people not. That's fair. I suppose. So we'll all have the same disadvantage of not being able to breathe while playing one of the most strenuous sports in existence um yeah that's a good point imagine like i mean the jets lost sam darnold for like four or six weeks with mono last year imagine the kissing disease he should have been such a slut imagine having you know losing josh allen to yeah to at least two weeks if you have symptoms and then i think it's another i don't know how many days after you're done with having i mean everything's up in the air right now as far as how long that you're able to? Well, the to NBA be is talking about possibly letting them have more people. So rather than the the you know the stripped down roster, they can carry more people through the whole entire season. Because if you get a corona, you just send them out and you bring in some other guy. It could be something like that, but I don't know. It's just maybe it's just so abstract right now because we're so early in the phases it's, of everything. It's so day by day, week by week. You know, it's it just could change any moment. Like the, right now. Even today, they said the NFL plans on having full stadiums, like not like state, not stadiums oh, where really? people, where yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. They said that today, and and not even just with people being six feet apart, like no, packed stadiums, like COVID people. <laughs> it's like we want get get us some infected people, get them in there. Get them in. <laughs> there is no way that they are going to have full stadiums in September for football There's games. No way. There's no way. There's no way. I could see an abbreviated where maybe they have 10,000 fans, but even so, it's like, how do you not walk past people to get to your seat? I mean, how do you, you know, how do you, I, how do you not get eight hours to just, you know, give them your ticket to get to your seat? Exactly. And not tailgate. Like you can't tailgate with your friends or well, I mean, you can, you can but friends. then you just, yeah. But then you just, you know, that defeats purpose, but yeah. We live in the unknown. It is, it is a very weird time, my friend. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's fun to speculate, but at the same time. Um, only, and I only think this is interesting because I don't have season tickets this year, so it's okay for whatever happens, happens. I mean, I'll still be able to watch it, I think, on TV. It'll just be weird, the experience, and if it will affect as far as, you know, like home field advantage. Like, do you really get a Oh, home- it totally will. I mean, Bill's Mafia is a huge advantage. I mean, think about the teams that are like, we don't want to play in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They're crazy. They're <laughs> going to yell really loud. We got the weather. We got the crowd. I mean, there's a lot of things, especially teams from the – we're playing the NFC West and the AFC West too. So all those teams are that are coming from the West Coast are coming to – so we have the advantage, the travel, and, and uh, in the uh, uh, the crowd and everything like that. So there's – yeah, it will be interesting. So, I mean, you never told me what you thought. Do you think that it will start on time? Do you think it will – I would be more comfortable giving you an answer in a month. Oh, then why the um, hell did right you ask now, me? Why did you ask me? You just asked me, and then you're like, I don't feel comfortable giving an answer. Well, then maybe you shouldn't ask that question. I felt like I was on the spot. I felt like I had to answer. Well, I prefer you answer versus me answering it. That's why I asked you first. I, f- I feel like you should put yourself out there, and then I'll just, you know, tuck my tail between my legs. And... I beat you to the punch. <laughs> no, I, I was going to answer it. You, you cut me off, though, because <laughs> you don't respect my opinion enough to put it on during the regular season. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. You, that's a Pringle. That's a Pringle on that's my a, shoulder. It's a, it's a, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a manufactured chip, but it's a chip. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, I like that. I'm writing down notes. I like that. Go ahead. No, I think I think it's going to be a, a non-fan thing. Uh, so, yeah, teams and players and everything, but it's going to be like this weird silence as we watch it on TV. Like, as it's going to have huge TV ratings, too. Like, the TV ratings are going to be freaking amazing. Dude, I'm watching... I always did watch it, but I still watch Top Chef now. Is like that's my sports. I think enjoy Top Chef. Don't get me wrong. I was gonna watch it anyway, but now it's like I'm feeling competitive about it. It's like fuck yeah, use the garlic. Oh, I'm sorry, I said fuck. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. It's the off season. <laughs> that garlic is gonna take that dish up to the next level. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of a weird feeling. Did you watch the golf tournament? No, no, I was only watching it on Twitter. Um, I wasn't actually That's, watching it by the TV, but I hear it was. I heard it was great. It's not watching. I watched none of it. I just read about it. It's really nice golf carts. How, how was it? It was really nice. Did no, you enjoy I mean, it? It was interesting. It was. It was just funny because we're so starved for like any sort of of competition. I think at, at one point Russell Wilson comes on as as one of the people that they're talking to, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, if they knock it within twelve feet of the the the, the pin." I'll donate a hundred thousand meals and three out of four of them get so close to the pin that he ends up donating 300,000 meals to the charity that they were working for. And I was like, wow, that's cool. These guys are a lot better at golf than you would expect. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Tiger was the one who didn't get it close. Oh, no kidding. The guys. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton, Tom Brady and Mickelson all got, got the, the close one. Where I, I could be wrong, but I think that's how that went. And Peyton and Tiger won, right? Oh, I don't know who won. Okay. You said you watched the thing. You didn't even... I didn't watch all of it. <laughs> okay. You were so starved you didn't want to see what the how the ending went. You're so starved for sports. All right. Noting that. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for you. Uh, cool. Cool. Well, this was fun to talk about. I mean, you know, I, I'd recommend... So y- y- you would recommend Embedded to any Bills fan, I'm guessing, based on this, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I think it's kind of similar to one of the episodes last season where they did the draft, mm-hmm. uh, but it's this year's draft, which is cool. So I, I would recommend it. I would recommend it to the uh, the folks on the Ringer podcast network because the, on Bill Simmons' podcast, they were talking about how they'd like to see a Hard Knocks-style show on the draft. Well, there it is. The yeah. Bills did it. You're mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> I'm just I would I would absolutely recommend it to anyone that I mean we're so starved for any anything sports related like you said Nick so I would recommend it in ge- in general but um for that reason but yeah in general I mean I I they could show it was similar to last year they could show though the draft the guys being drafted uh every single year if they wanted to because it's just it's just compelling it's TV it's it's uh, that's why people love the draft in general it's because you're seeing you're not only seeing like potentially the future stars for your team, but you're hearing about their backstories. You're hearing about the kind of person they are. I mean, ESPN kind of went overboard with it this year with like, you know, the terrible things that happened to these kids. But um, you know, it's just it's it's just really I I enjoy seeing people be happy in that sort of them achieving their goals. It's just something about it, and uh, and obviously it affects you and in your team. And that's exciting. You know, what could the future bring? It's almost like a, it's like the adult version, honestly, of Christmas. Because let's be honest, like, you know, when you're in your you know 30s, like Christmas ain't the same. Like, it's just it's just how it is. But 
opening a gift when you're a kid was the most amazing thing on earth. Well, like the closest thing I found to it is like the draft, <laughs> like seeing which which player you're gonna get, and you're like, oh, this guy could be so good. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say gambling. I mean, I know you've had that problem. But... Uh, uh, we weren't supposed to talk about that, so that's a yeah, check. I'm sorry. And that's... Then... That we were too far. Too far. <laughs> I, I thought I said not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree. not to bring up my gambling problems. Is, yep. <laughs> historically speaking, as I pour another drink, um, <laughs> I could stop any time. Yeah, you could. Yeah, <laughs> you got a chip on your shoulder. I just don't want to, Nate. <laughs> you don't know me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm at home. <laughs> not hurting anybody. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I, I, I think. I think they could do it every year because the draft is one of those things that although there's a ton of attention to it where you talk about the guys coming in, you talk about all these different things, you really don't see that behind the curtain aspect that, that we're getting from the embedded stuff, which is super intriguing. Mm-hmm. I really like hearing their conversations and where they're going with these guys and, and what they're asking them and how the interactions play out. Like, yeah, he might have said the right thing that he's got a chip on his shoulder, but he's still still kind of a douchebag mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you can kind of feel like they didn't go into other guys other than the guys that they drafted which i think is fine mm-hmm. it would be cool to see some of the not great stuff that you get from some of the other guys but i understand why you wouldn't do that from a pr perspective mm-hmm. uh but but seeing the guys that hopefully will be within the bills pantheon for years to come and be the next bruce smith and, you know, be the next guys that are that are taking over, I think, is really interesting to see who they were as as a younger person and and coming into the world going, yeah, this is this is what I've been working for. Yeah. You know, you brought up a good point as far as the emotion from the from the players getting drafted. It, there was a little bit on Twitter about Zach Moss being drafted, the running back, and that he didn't look super happy when he was drafted by the Bills. And then you kind of heard the audio from that from the phone conversation with him and Brandon, and and he did sound kind of excited. I think he's just not a very over emotional person. And there's a lot of guys that are like that out there, you know, um, you being one of them. So it's like you know, it's kind of cool to see other. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> too far no it was just um it's that chip weighing down my emotions <laughs> so i'm coming at you with 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 steel steel <laughs> gaze <laughs> it was it was some people just aren't like oh my god this is like gabriel davis i he cried he cried when he got that phone call and that makes me wonder is he gonna be a good football player uh well i don't know you know it's There's like no crying in football <laughs> there's no crying there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> Would you prefer wait, wait, baseball with a ba- I'm mixing, <laughs> mixing my Tom Hanks? <laughs> it was, I, I, I you know, it, so people were a little bit worried about that, and obviously you could tell that he showed emotion. He was really happy when he was drafted by the Bills, and then you had Gabriel Davis, and he like almost broke. He broke down and cried. It was, it was, a, it was a cool moment. Like I kind of feel, I kind of feel for that. I, I love that kind of stuff. And then I think, I think that's you know. As a person who doesn't emote, as you've said, <laughs> like I am the person going, I really hope I like this thing in my in my Christmas package because I'm going to have to fake it either way to be like, oh, great. <laughs> like whether I liked it or not, it's still like if I liked it, I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't have that. I don't have the muscles in, in the face that make it do stuff. Whereas you have to try to like over exaggerate sometimes because you realize, oh, other people have feelings. 
Um, <laughs> so I can see that from that perspective and I totally understand it. And, you know, I think it'll come out to what does he look like on the field? What does he look like in training? Yeah. You know, where do things go from there? Cause, cause we know, I mean, within the first year or two, you can tell the guys that are just like on board mm-hmm. and, and, whether he's on board immediately and goes, ah, oh, the bills, I don't care. It's when you get here and you realize what it is that we're doing, then you're not on board. That's when we're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's where it's like, we're, we're overanalyzing this because we can. And I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned like Jake Fromm, them not showing a lot of Jake Fromm's interview, Tyler Bass's like those late round guys. And there's, I was just thinking when you were mentioning it, that, one of the reasons why they probably didn't discuss it is they they spent a lot of time last season on the embedded series on um, undrafted on their undrafted guys. Remember David Sills, and he yeah. never panned out at all. Like we were expecting because the Bills didn't draft a wide receiver last season. We're like, okay, well they they went hard after this guy, and the guy didn't make it through through training camp, and I don't think he made it on the practice squad. So, um. You know, maybe the the production group was kind of like, do we want to spend time on the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounders, or should we just spend time on the guys that we know will most likely make the roster? Like it's, and that it's, makes sense. I mean, it one hundred percent makes sense. It's it's just the difference between are we going to do a hard knocks? Do we do eight episodes that are a deep dive? Or are we going to just do one episode on the draft? Mm-hmm. And they did twelve minutes, so <laughs> and it wasn't all on the draft. Yeah, we've spent we've spent literally more time talking about that episode than that episode actually took to air. Like it was, we spent more time. Talking about it. I think they should swap that video out with our podcast. Oh wow, wow! You know, I was gonna say, you know what? That's a good. That's a good. I'm gonna mark that one. That's good. You're doing. You're you're, you're climbing. Your chip has gotten bigger as, since this episode has started. I feel like you're. You're really taking through this, so I, I I have nothing more to add, man. It was a it was a it was fun to talk about this. It's always fun to talk the bills in general, especially when it's specifically about the uh, uh, the it's specifically when it's the only thing that's going on really for the bills. Anything positive, at least, you know, it doesn't have to do with you know a DWI or anything like that. So um, this was fun to talk to. Is there anything else that you want? Why do they always have to buy guns? <laughs> Every, why are they always armed Nick, when they ev- get pulled over? Everyone in Texas has a gun. I don't know if you didn't know that by oh, now. You know, that's, Every, I'm sorry. Yes. I was, I, I'm, I'm wrong there. You're I'm actually, sorry. it's actually illegal if you don't have a gun in Texas. Did you know that? I did, you know, you're right. Yes. I'm sorry. That yes. was my poor research. It is a, <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now. It's not your research. I'm just letting you know. This is part of the podcast. We all learn from each other. It so is, is it official? He's missing two games? Oh, so I nothing's official yet. But, um, you know, in talking with some people that are much bigger experts than me over the issue, is that apparently it takes a lot longer for a DWI case to get, to get through than other cases do. So um, couple that with the fact that, you know, court cases in general being pushed back because of COVID, you know, couple that with the fact that, you know, um, the NFL allegedly is what we're talking about right now. I think, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not, nothing's, nothing happens until the the court rules on it and the NFL won't do anything until the court decides what to do with it. So, um, you're looking at probably two to three games, um, but it could be 2021. So you never know. So you never know. But I, I guess my point is, I, you know, we can talk about that for a second, but, um, no, let's not talk about it. I talked about that in another thing. I'll, I think I'm going to release the uh, the discussion with the train wreck guys and uh, the code sock guys about the uh, the DWI and everything like that, um, and my thoughts on it. So, but I will say over Twitter, you cannot 
criticize a Bills member that a lot of people like because they're not fans of when you do that. Even though when they do things that are they're completely in the wrong for, um, just the idea that they might not be that this is anything but a dust stop is just like oh, like. So here's my stance. Okay, let's hear it. I understand we have like when we talk about pot and we talk about different things like that. There's different rules for different states. And not that I care one way. I really don't. I don't care one way or the other. Um, But I think that, you know, one of the contracts that we have with these guys is we're going to pay you millions of dollars. So we expect you to adhere to certain levels of how you act. And if you don't, there's going to be consequences. So I'm okay with those consequences. Like it sucks because it's kind of, you know, one of those things that happens, but, but at the same token, like, yeah, we're paying you millions of dollars. If that's what you, if you don't want the millions of dollars, great, go do whatever you want. But if you do want the millions of dollars and play football, then, you know, don't do the stupid stuff. In, in terms of this, I'm not trying to chastise him. I'm not no. trying to do anything like that. I'm just saying that I think there's a reasonableness to we're giving you millions of dollars. We expect you not to do certain things. And if you do do those things, you're going to be punished. So if that's the case, then that's the case. I, I'm not going to get like too far bent out of shape. Like if they say, look, the punishment was whatever it is the court said and, you know, stop it and, and you can still play. Great. If they suspend him for a game or two. OK, that's that's what it is. I'm not going to get too bent out of shape either way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I guess my point is that there's a lot of other players in the league that aren't getting DWIs right now. And uh, so it can be done. <laughs> it can be done that these guys don't get it. Um you know, there's a lot of players in the league, and that's the only one we've heard of. So, um, just sucks. It sucks. Um, I, yeah, I don't sucks. think. I don't it think. Sucks. I'm not. I'm not going to say it doesn't suck. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks when you lose one of your best players in the defensive line. It it's it's never good. It doesn't help your team. Um, so it just you know. And but but like I said, you know, I'm not 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 ununderstanding of the situation. I was going to say. I I remember we, you and I went out one night. We were in Geneseo, and we were drinking out one night and I was the DD that night. We were out with a couple of friends and I remember a cop following us throughout the area, throughout the town. And I'm like, Oh, this guy's going to pull me over. So, you know, when you know, when you're about to get pulled over, like you stop at every stop sign, you do everything you're oh, supposed yeah. to do is turn signal way before you need to turn. And sure enough, I get pulled over and I said, why am I getting pulled? Do you know why I pulled you over? I have no idea. It's like, cause I did everything right. <laughs> He's like, oh, because you didn't stop at that stop sign, which I'm like, this is total bullshit because I uh, absolutely did. I'm sober. I had, I did have one beer that night. I will say I did have one beer in the span of that five-hour night, but it was just, you know, I was bored. <laughs> Being DD is boring. So anyway, so the guy pulled me over. He's like, did you have a drink tonight? And I said, yes, I had one beer. I'm the DD, but I did have one beer. He's like, step out of the car. So I did the sobriety test right out in the middle of the street and – the guy was like, fine, you know, you're not, you're not inebriated. So he believed me. Um, but, um, it's very, could have easily been me that night. You know, I'm not, I guess I'm, I guess my point is I'm not taking a moral high ground. Like, how could you do this? Ed? Like, I completely get why it could happen. Oh, to no, someone. I'm not taking moral high ground either. I oh, I know you're not. It just sucks. <laughs> it sucks though. You're, you're conflicted because you can see why it, ha- I have, I have very, uh, responsible friends that have gotten DWIs, like very smart, intelligent, responsible friends. <laughs> and it just, it happens. It's like, it's, you know, no one's yeah, perfect. No, it, that's, but, but don't have a gun. <laughs> well, I, I hear that like anytime you have a gun during an incident, 
it's considered illegal. It's not considered. It's it doesn't mean that he he has uh, illegal ownership of a firearm. It just means that he had a gun during the incident. I mean, from the oh, rep- he wasn't charged about it. No, I don't think so. I think it's just one of those oh, things. Well- that's yeah. just a clickbait thing. Yeah, it was. It was just a clickbait thing. It's like, oh, a weapon. Like, oh, geez, what is he, a criminal? Like, no, no, it's just he has a weapon. And if you get pulled over while you have one, even though it's legally registered, it still counts as like, uh, you know, it, they just put it on the police The thing report. we released to the report. It's just, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make you sound really <laughs> To make you sound really dumb. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They, they yeah. did say he, have a, he had a beer between his legs, too, which is not ideal. I would. That's not ideal. Just put it in the cup holder, right? I mean, geez. <laughs> it's not uh, you should definitely Hot not take. do that Hot take. Uh, nobody's listening by now anyway so um <laughs> cool well it was good to talk to you you know uh again you know it was it was fun talking to embedded man i hope they release more hope to be hey more. when the season gets canceled maybe i can come back again <laughs> you will only come back if the season gets canceled that's the only reason i can say if uh if every member on the team Get sick. No, I it was no, appreciate you having it's always good to talk to you in general. In general, Nick. You're uh you're you're fun to talk to and, and it's good to get your insight on some of this stuff and some things that I missed. So believe it or uh, not. I do have a little bit of a, a shout out. Well, maybe it's not a shout out. I could have used that wrong. Uh do you know the comedian Bert Kreischer? Oh, of course. I love Bert Kreischer. The machine. The machine. I'm the machine. I love Bert Kreischer. So I've been known to listen to some of his podcasts here and there and they throw them up on youtube where they have the actual video and uh i wish i I wrote it down but i didn't write down who he was doing it with but he was doing a podcast with a nice nice bills cap on was he yeah no kidding what do you know so okay all right so it was a recent one within within the last i mean embedded came out what friday uh yeah i believe so so i watched it either on saturday or sunday and so that note would have been within the last few days. Oh, cool. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. Bert's- the, the machine, a guy <laughs> who likes to drink a lot. <laughs> have you, do you know he has a podcast with Bill Burr now called Bill and Bert? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> you were the don't one that talked to me. Don't talk to me about podcasts. <laughs> okay. That's why I have you on. Okay. That's a good, that's, that's in the good column for you. You know more about podcasts than I do. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy well no. thanks thanks for doing this Thank you. it was it was always it's always good to talk to you and uh until next time and for 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 nick my chip gets ever bigger but go bills <laughs> and for me nate go bills we'll talk to you guys again soon thanks for listening Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.